0: what is the difference between Troy Jones today and Troy Jones 10 years ago?
1: Respectfully, I can give a fuck about what anybody thinks. And I really mean that. Cope, I know you, I've known you for years since we were, what, no. yeah, like, but I don't know everything that you you dealt with and vice versa, right? So it's like, unless I had that context, what I look like judging the next person for a decision they make. That's my approach. And I don't feel like I gotta appease the next person.
2: Stack my money up, like Lego Lego. all right guys thanks for joining us again we're sitting here with troy jones co-founder of status pro and guess what without further ado we're gonna get right back into the conversation all
0: right so like when you talk about this experience this experience is ridiculous right like one i played the game myself disclaimer as i mentioned i am the first investor so you know don't be trying to sue me if you play the game you run into your wall and stuff like that but this game will literally like have your adrenaline rushing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can speak to that. We went and did the media day, Ross, and I'm talking about we had, you know, middle-aged people, right? I'm not even going to disclose races and genders and all of that stuff, but, like, people who ain't ever played football, ain't ever touched the football, mm-hmm. right? Literally <sighs> trying to juke people out, like, headset on, got to grab them, like, whoa, oh, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, chill. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? I, I ended up, I remember... uh w- w- during one uh, simulation, I throw a touchdown pass, and we got our boy Zach there who decides to like jump into me, like celebrating with me. I don't see nothing, so I'm like, "Oh, what the hell?" I'm thinking the holograms. I'm like, "This joint guy got real." Oh, sh-. I'm like, "Oh, we gonna take this off, right?" But like, I'm telling you, like when you talk about an experience, you know, from start to finish, like it's the closest thing you can get. That's why I invested. It's the closest thing you can get to actually plan on Sundays. And again, the sky is just the limit, but transitioning a little bit because, you know, we talked about venture capital and raising money. And so, uh, candidly, I know that there's a lot of people out there that are interested in raising money and funding their ideas, right? Their dreams, their visions. So I want to talk about that experience.
2: All right, I'm sorry for interrupting, but look, I need you to follow and subscribe and share this with everybody so we can keep this whole Money Music Culture thing going.
0: Before we talk about that experience, though, I got to know one thing. When you do walk into these venture capital firms, uh, or not in venture capital firms, when you do walk in and pitch and, and try to raise money, do you tuck your chain or you keep your joint <laughs> hanging? Nah, I'm with you. <laughs> mama gave me this chain. A- <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it, this, this the baby one, Cope. I wore it for you, man. Just I
0: feel. Dude, he, try, he ain't trying to stunt on us on on double MC. He know financial. all hey, Look, literary. I know y'all be oh, bashing
1: people who like who like the jewelry and the chains. And Not stuff, so, even. So we we subtle, enjoy like, the nah, jewelry. You can run a business and, and have, and have, listen, and have listen, doors.
0: Dude. So, listen, equal, equal opportunity. I want, I want to get an nah, in it. all seriousness, right when just money ain't long enough. When 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 you are walking into these Mm. uh rooms to try to raise money what are some of the things that you would make sure you have buttoned up make sure you can answer before walking in these rooms to make sure that these investors take you seriously and your idea seriously right i want to come
1: back to the chain in the room thing because i actually think we should touch on that for sure um but again mentally preparing yourself for someone to poke holes and everything and what you spend countless of hours on right and it's like, no, the number one thing that has to, has to leave really is, is the pride and the ego. Um, and you can't take anything personally, because again, it's their job to, to protect their money or whoever's money they're investing. And um, you gotta be able to separate that. Because if you don't, you're gonna get eaten alive. That's number one. So like, even outside of the questions they're gonna ask, it's like, all right, am I good? Am I, am I ready to go in and essentially sit across from someone who's gonna do nothing, but probably tell me why my business is gonna fail? Um, and it's very easy to take that personally, uh, and you know, and, and people putting hours in, so rightfully so you're passionate about it, but I would say that's like the number one thing that before I go into any conversation, especially now, I now it's different because it's, you know, we're doing what we're doing, but early on, I learned don't take any of this person, um, cause that'll distract you from receiving the feedback that the person is giving you, right? Cause you may not be ready, right? Cause pitching takes reps. I tell all my friends that's getting into, getting into, you know, real estate, whether they raise the money to build something or they're trying to build a venture, um, like you, it's gonna take reps. Like you're not gonna get an investor to say yes, your first pitch, like this is not gonna happen. Like I, I would love, I don't have the stats on that, but everyone I've talked to and i talked to some pretty successful business people, nobody said, oh, the first time I ever pitched anyone, the person gave me a million dollars. It's just not how it works, mm-hmm. right? So going into it, having your, your, your information buttoned up, knowing what you know and you don't know, right? And knowing that it's okay if you don't know something and if you need to get back to that person on it, don't feel like you have to ask, give them an answer because they may know an answer and be testing if you're going to try to bullshit them or not. I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss here. But um, going there knowing what you know and you don't know is number one. And then um, ultimately just being able to paint the picture for them. That's the number one thing I would say going into any, any pitch. It's like, can I tell this story in a way to where it's at least clear what we're trying to do? Like, that's the number one thing. Like, cause if, if the person can't even say, like, I don't even know what this business is, what the problem is, what the opportunity is, what they're trying to solve, like, then you don't have a shot. So I would say be buttoned up on, on your story first, because that keeps the person engaged.
2: So I got a question about that then, because one of the things you said and kind of what made you get interested, it was like, well, you know, if a person's injured, they get rules where they could only train with a trash can, no heartbeat, yada, yada. I feel like venture capitalists probably don't care about that. They might more so care about the gamification of it. Like, okay, this is fucking exactly. Fortnite for on steroids for athletes. Like, like, do, I'm I'm sure you tailoring your shit in a certain way, or like, what's the mm-hmm. biggest selling point? Would you say?
1: So that's where like the reps come Man. in, because to your point, you got to know your audience and know where to sway the story, depending on. You know who it is. I can say this, like you know the the wolf family, the owners of the Vikings are invested through through wise ventures, their venture fund. They cared about the training product mm. right because it it directly impacted their Makes team sense. and they wanted that alignment and something that they've invested, whereas though candidly great or somebody probably could care less about that and wants to focus on the game because they care about the consumer and, and the thing that will make more money, right? so so, you know, for me, it's no wonder who the audience is, and then to your point, Ross, like. Knowing what they'll care about and making sure I'm focusing on that, right? if it's if it's someone that's just they want to make money, it's like, yo, look at the gaming industry and look at how much my makes each year and look at how exclusive sports games are. We have the ability to leverage the NFL, which is a cash cow and build out this new market. What better sport to lead that emerging category? And we're the only company in the world that can do it. Like that's the things people are going to be like, oh, okay, yeah, like, I can see that opportunity you, because you can't say the NFL don't make money. You can't say gaming ain't a big <laughs> industry. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm a li- I'm essentially painting it so you can clearly see that the opportunity is that's there. Awesome, um, and that's and that's always how I try to frame it up. So it's like, you can't deny the opportunity. You understand what we're doing. And that typically work. I mean, it, it works, obviously. Um, but it took time to get to that point. Well, I'm going to
2: need the Vikings to tell mm. Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. ass to use it because... This past game, my boy didn't look too good. Hey
1: man, they like they like eight and two right now. That They're boy, two, I'm talking about fantasy football. That's all
2: I care about. That boy had negative <laughs> four points. A negative <-4. laughs> <laughs> four. Uh, but no, that, that,
0: that's crazy. Them. You 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 mentioned the chain. You mentioned you wanted to talk about the chain. So let, let's yeah. talk about that. Let me yeah. pull mine out. Man. So uh, <laughs> I see it. I got squint a little
1: bit, but, uh, nah. but <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: I mean, I think so. This,
1: this this whole idea of like, this is something I'm passionate about, too, because candidly, yeah. I didn't go to Penn. I didn't go to Harvard. I was a football player first. I went to a prep school, then Maryland and transferred then went to Juco, then, then Western, and because I transferred, I had to basically, you know, had to major in like adrenal studies with an emphasis on sports management, and then obviously I went back to get my MBA and stuff, but the whole point is, my path is very unconventional, and I think You know, it took me a while to realize that, yeah, you shouldn't go into a meeting if you're raising a seed round with a $50,000 chain on. It's not a good look. However, you should come as you are because people nowadays crave authenticity. And I think where we often get in trouble is trying to be something that we're not. And that was a battle that I had my whole life because I played quarterback, but I was from Baltimore. Like I grew up with teenage parents. So my life has been very much, uh, I've seen a lot. I've seen both sides of each spectrum, you know what I'm saying? I, from the way I grew up to getting a scholarship to St. Paul's, which exposed me to a lot of different things I've never seen before in my life to now being in a position I'm in now, like I've just seen so much. So in that in that spectrum, I'm trying to figure out who really, who is Troy or what do I need to be to achieve the things that I want to achieve? And it wasn't until within the, this journey that I realized like, yo, be who you are. And if you are the best version of yourself, that's what's going to accelerate you. That's what people are going to relate to. That's what's going to lead you down a path to success. Um, so while I don't recommend people, like I said, you got to know time and place of certain things. I do think that the more that you, you know, you, 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 you validate, you kind of earn the respect and show that you, you belong, you can get away with doing what you want. To be honest, me and Hawk now, yeah, we do walk in certain meetings with, with our jewelry on and and doing our thing, um, depending just where we're at. Like if it's a business thing, we got to wear a suit we won't, but nine times out of 10, we showing up. The way that we are. Like we were in, in the owner's box last year Super Bowl with our chains on. Like that's 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 just but we've earned that. You know what I mean? Like we've we're in a position where we can do that. My coach used to always tell me, earn the right to be treated differently. Mm. And I think like that's something that applies to every area of life. And I think because we've literally done what hasn't been done before, like we're I don't have to think about do I need to show my tattoos, do I need to tuck my chain? It's like, no, I'm gonna be Troy, because I know my stuff, I've proven who I am. And I'm comfortable in my own skin. If I was trying to be the kid that went to Harvard, that's had a 4.0 his whole life, they're going they're going to see right through that because that's just not who I am. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so that's my piece of advice. So again, it's nuance for sure. Wearing jewelry, showing tat, it's certainly nuance. I'm not going to sit here, and cap, and say it's not. But as you continue to just learn who you are, just being yourself, you'll know when the time is right to like, all right, I can I can kind of do my thing and I'm good. You know what I mean? Versus like. I'm coming in asking them for something. So yes, I do need to take in consideration what they might say if I need, if I'm asking this person to give me $20 million. Like I'm telling them to give me something that they'd have no obligation to give me. So I don't want to give them any reason to think that I wouldn't take this money and do what I'm saying I'm going to do, right? And I think that's just time and place and understanding the situation that you're in.
2: Bro, that's the truest shit I ever heard, bro. Earn the right to be treated differently. I just went back Mm. to my, I just went back to Stanley like two, three weeks ago with a suit and Jordan's on. Like then I had a different pep in my step, a different whole demeanor swag. When I visited people I used to work for, you know what I mean? I'm talking different. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's crazy dope. I love that. I love the way you say (laughs) it.
1: Yeah. Even at meetings, right? Like I promise you, if somebody sat in my board meetings, they'd be like, Oh, Oh, they, Oh, they really be (laughs) like Cope, Cope said that. Like, Cope said that when he came to our media day. he's like, yo, the dopest thing. And this meant a lot to me, Cope. I don't think I told you that. But, like, it meant a lot for you to say, like, yo, the dopest thing about this is y'all showing up as y'all. Like, you and Hawk are very much like Troy and Hawk. Y'all building this. Not only an innovative company that's doing all the things you're doing, but no matter if it's meta in the room the NFL, like, y'all Hawk and Troy. And to me, that's so dope because our people always feel like we got to. Again, you got to play the game depending on, you know, leverage. Life is all about leverage in every situation. But it's like to be able to do this and be in us, I think that means so much more than than having to be the person who has to over-index or try to be something that they not. Um, And that just meant a lot for you to see that because you hadn't been around us in a minute. You hadn't been in our environment for a minute. And for that to be one of the first things you picked up, that made me know, that lets me know and Hawk as well, like, oh, we're doing this the right way. And that's that's ultimately what I want because that's just going to make people feel like they can do it too. Because if we go in Baltimore Hawk and we doing the to give, you know, all the toy drives and all the stuff that we do with your foundation and they don't feel like they can relate to us, how much of an impact are we really making? Because they're going to be like, oh, well, I ain't smart enough to go to to Penn. Like, I didn't do that. I didn't go to, like, right. they're not going to look at you as somebody who's relatable. You're like a superhero in that way. Mm-hmm. I just want people to feel like, yo, like, we're all the same. I like jewelry, too. Like, I like, like you know what I mean? Like, but I... I'm just responsible. I was about to say before I would buy anything (laughs) or afford the the jewelry. Yeah,
0: well, I think that that's that's the major thing. One, you said your foundation is our foundation. Troy is a board member on Beyond the Basics Inc., so you know, go ahead, shameless plug. We, we talk about the foundation all the time and how we be be helping in the community because it's important to us. But I think that you know. The, the biggest thing, like you said, is like I want to make sure it doesn't go over people's head because you've mentioned it multiple times. And Ross, you mentioned it as well, too, in your own way. Like, it, it's nuance. It's playing the game. It's understanding how to move and shake in different rooms. And we've, Ross and I have talked about it here on the show as well, too, right? Like, j cole you know my favorite rapper either you play the game or watch the game play you and be the broke motherfucker talking about i stay true right like you said you're walking into a room you're asking somebody for 20 million to support your dream and so it's just making sure that you have a consciousness of like all right who is my audience right you ain't gotta go in there change your voice and and talk different all that stuff right like and and if that's what you do i'm not even judging because like when i saw dion call out uh that reporter on uh national tv again i Black reporter on national TV. Again, I love Dion. I love what he's doing. Jackson State, I appreciate what he's doing. My thing is, my my opinion is, is you you handle that off, off camera with him. You know, that, that would be the way I would handle it. Because now I'm not going to shit on his work and his job and the way he's handled the business and what he's doing for him and his family. But if you're going to address it and be real, which is dope, I'm going to handle it off camera, right? But I think that the more important thing, like, again, you mentioned, it's like it's nuanced. It's an art. And it's finding the way to be you, but also knowing when, Hey, like I probably shouldn't walk in this room and, and, and be all the way me, right? Like I probably, this is a room I can walk in. This is a conversation. I can run this and I can be all the way me. But like you said, at a certain point, hopefully you earn the right to be treated different and you can be 100% authentically you, you know, and and live with the, the consequences, good and bad of that. And I think that's, that's important, right?
1: And then to that point really quick
0: everyone has to do that though right like mark cuban um
1: you know mike rubin all the all these different billionaires who you who you kind of see do their own thing and not care what people think is because they don't need anything from anybody <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's, it's, the, it's the reality like yeah. and are we all striving to get to that point to where like independent of what you think of me i'm good but the unfortunate reality is for 99% of people that's never going to be the case or isn't the case so it's just being aware of the of the setting and again if i need something from somebody then i got to make sure that i'm i'm going over the list of things that put me in a position to get what i need right yeah. and and sometimes the reality of it is is that may be that people have a perception of a certain thing or a certain way that someone may say, phrase a word, or a certain jewelry that people may wear, and it's like, okay, you gotta ask yourself, all right, just for this meeting, I can put my ego aside to say, all right, well, let me not wear it just because ultimately I just need to get what I, what I'm here for, yeah. and then I can go back to wearing my jewelry the way I want to when, right. when I got what I, Fantastic. what I got, right? Like it's just, it's just a, it's just the truth. So many people get so caught up in the idea of the ideals, right? Like ideally, I can show up and someone to give me twenty million dollars, it don't matter how I talk. It's like that's a. It's a fairy tale, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, it's a lie. Yeah. Like, and if you're still thinking that way, that you're gonna always be limited. You'll never do anything meaningful because you can't do it alone, and you got to know how to how to be nuanced, like we talked about. So,
0: a video I saw because it's on the same topic. A video I actually saw this morning. Uh, it was like a, a snippet of Kevin Hart on Drink Champs, <laughs> and uh, they were they asked him basically like, "Why don't you smoke weed?" Right. Like they offered you some weed. Why don't you smoke weed? And he was like, oh, you know, uh, I forgot. Oh, it's because I'm a brand. Right. Like, wow. and, and that's just <laughs> not my brand. And like, he literally like went and smooth. He was like, that's just not my brand. A lot of people who smoke weed, they got a little delayed reactions, this, this, this. Like, and for me, he was like, this is just not me, not my thing. I don't enjoy it, blah, blah, blah. Respect it. Love it. Right. You are, you've built a brand, right? Your company is, is building a brand. You personally are building a brand. So when you, when you, Look at that, right? And we've talked about it as well, too. Um, What do you feel like, I'm going to take this question differently, what do you feel like a person should or cannot do to stifle their brand or stifle their growth, especially in today's age, right? Like, obviously, we know there's certain things you can't talk about. (laughs) We're going to call call it spade a spade, right? Like, there are certain things that'll fuck your your whole paycheck up right now right but like what are other things um or anything that you would point out that you like hey like i'm i'm interviewed a lot i'm i got camera in front of my face a lot you got people who are reporting to you as well too right like what things are you conscious of uh when it comes to your brand specifically and what is some advice you would give to a young person who doesn't want to ever stifle their brand it's depending on
1: what industry you're building your brand in first of all right because it's like certain things that marshawn lynch can get away with that i won't Mm. be able to you know what i mean just being real and that's not a slight in any way because i respect the hell out of marshawn but it's just more of just the realities of the situation that we're in or the industry that we're in um but that just comes down to like awareness knowing your audience and then self-awareness to real to try to figure out okay like you know if you're a rapper, you have to have some type, a certain type of image, and be viewed a certain type of way. But if you're someone that's trying to be a tech mogul um, and do partnerships with some of the largest companies in the world, you got to be perceived another way. I don't know if I have a specific thing I'm like stay away from than the obvious stuff. Like don't be, you know, just the obvious stuff, right? Like don't say, don't put your business. So actually, I can go a number of ways. Yeah, with I was this. gonna say, what is obvious? Yeah. Because there's yeah. a lot
0: of people. We're numb to it, right? right. TikTok, everything. Yeah. You, you got yeah. kids running into fucking walls and groceries. I'm not saying kids. You got yeah. people, grown-ass people doing it for the gram. Like, what is yeah. obvious, you know? <laughs> yeah. So to go back and like, staying away from doing the
1: obvious stuff, the obvious stuff being, again, disrespecting women, disrespecting a specific race or gender, you know, just things that are dehumanizing people or, or can be viewed as a way of harming people. I think, to me, that's that's obvious stuff. Now, the caveat to that, which is probably a podcast for different days, the nuance of your beliefs, like a Kyrie Irving type situation, again, which is like, that's just so many different layers to it. And a bunch of people have different opinions, but you got to know where your brand is. Kyrie that made his money and can stand tall on, on what he wants to represent, knowing that if I lose it all, I'm comfortable with that. Mm. Same with Kat, when he decided to do what he did, regardless of people think it's right or wrong, he decided to take a stand and say, a possibility is me potentially losing all this. And I'm good with that. If your brand isn't in that place, you got to, Again, it's nuance. You got to figure out where you are in your journey. Because, we, you know, average life is what, 76 years now? We got a long time to – not a long time in the grand scheme, but a decent amount of time to to be everything that you could want to be. It's just a matter of what chapter of life you're in, mm-hmm. right? Like, if you're in a building chapter, it's probably not the time to be a martyr if you're trying to build. So that when you are a martyr, you can make impact and say what you want without depending on the person, right? So I just think it's it's all – it's all just it's a timeline, it's based on just what you're in. Like I said, never disrespecting people or, or, or marginalized or targeting a certain group of uh, a person. I think that's obviously a clear no. And then I think just based on your industry, you gotta understand, like, you know, that relationships is ultimately how you're gonna get to whatever the end goal is. So don't piss nobody off that you probably need. Unfortunate reality. Like my game, like, you know, I wanna talk about this, but like consumers, they pay thirty dollars to buy it. I open up myself to their their criticism. Some good, some, you know, some constructive, some not. But I can't get mad about it because they gave me their money. Like that's just what comes with with the territory, right? So I just think it's it's being practical in that way and not trying to have your cake and eat it too. Um because what I look like, co taking $50 from you to tell me, don't, don't say nothing to me though, bro. Like, don't tell me how to spend it. <laughs> it's like, what you mean? I worked hard for this and I'm giving it to you, right? So it's like. That's kind of how I think about all of this, bro. It's like, at the end of the day, I'm asking people to invest in my business. I'm asking people to go buy a game. And as a result, I'm in a different position um, because without them, you know, this whole thing falls apart and my employees don't have a job and our investors (laughs) won't get their money back. And it's just a trickle down effect. And unfortunately, I just sit in a seat where I better be conscious of that or my ass will be removed. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because it's not about me. It's not about Troy. Like how Troy feels doesn't matter. Like I can think one thing, but if it's not what's best for the business, don't I got have I gotta do what's best for the business.
0: yeah
1: and that's something that again it takes time <laughs> and that a lot of people don't realize as they build something um it becomes less and less about you the more successful it is mm. And I hate to say it, the people that make it about them, you tend to see you, you tend to see a, the pushback, you know what I mean or or uh, you know or or eventually it's like they're not sustained in their position.
0: You know, I think one of the common threads as you kind of talked about your journey, sitting here, obviously looking at Ross, thinking about myself and my own journey. Uh, You know, we were actually talking about it a few days ago, I think, or a few weeks ago, like five years ago, I couldn't really imagine where I am today now. You know what I'm saying? Like five years ago, I'm not sure if you could imagine where you are today now. Ten years ago, I damn sure didn't didn't see this. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just with my life. Ross again you were hustling on the trading floor you know what I'm saying like I don't know if we ever I don't know if any of us we always pictured success like knowing each of us individually we always picture success but I don't know if I could necessarily say hey this is exactly what it's going to be and this is exactly what it's going to look like right you've kept we've all kept an open mind as we continue to elevate and grow right but my question to you and this is for you as well Ross uh but we'll go with Troy first what is the difference between you and Troy Jones today and Troy Jones ten years ago. Um,
1: I've said this already, but I'll say it again. Troy Jones today obviously knows who he is, Mm -hmm. and is like not trying to be what's been projected to on him and and what other people think I should be. Like I've actually taken the time to figure out what I want for myself, and in doing that, I'm more confident. Um, I can speak with conviction. I know what my triggers are like, I've, I've, I've just learned myself. Mm. Um, and so when I make certain decisions, I don't have to question them because it's genuinely what I want and not what, you know, my family or my coach or religion, like whatever else, like whatever has been in that pot of things that I was told growing up that, you know, you know, you're kind of like bouncing around until you figure out which door you want to go down. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I just, you know, I just, I just know who I am. Um, and then in, and in that process again i've learned not to take things personally i've learned to go after the things i believed in i believe in and and that's what ultimately like i said even just throughout the entrepreneurial journey like gotten to this point i think like 10 years ago you know i'm i'm still playing college ball chasing this dream of trying to you know be the starting quarterback so i'm trying to appease coaches i'm trying to do what i think my teammates i think is Think it's cool, so I can be the leader that they like, or the quarterback that they like. It's like I'm living for other people, mm. um, and I, and, you know, I'm just, I'm just beyond that now, bro. Like genuinely, like, again, respectfully, I can give a fuck about what anybody thinks, and I really mean that. And it took me going through a lot to get to that point, but you know, I have conversations with my dad all the time, and that's the dope thing too about the age us not being that far apart in age because he heard me early. Like, I, I got to pay attention to his challenges as well, and I learned so much in that. And it's like, people are always going to have an opinion no matter what. So it's just like, why worry about it? You know what I mean? Like, I just saw Black Panther, amazing movie. There's people out there that hate it and, talk, and complain. <laughs> and it's just like, people are always going to have something to say no matter what you're doing. So I just learned to, like, not care about it. Yeah. Um, if you're not in my bubble, if you don't have context. That's really what it is. If you don't have context to any decision that I'm making, I truly don't give a fuck about what you think. Mm. You don't know my backstory. You don't know my life. If you don't, which no one really does, right? Because Cope, I know you. I've known you for years that's since we were what? Enough. Yeah, like, but I don't know everything that you you dealt with, and vice versa, right? So it's like, unless I have that context, what I look like judging the next person for a decision they make? That's my approach. So that's, I try to give people that grace. And then I also just leverage that to not care about what what people think. And that's the biggest difference between me now and then. I'm not an asshole. I'm not a jerk. It's just that I just don't let what people think bother me anymore. And that's just unlocked a different level for me that, you know, limit my playing career and limit a lot of other stuff that I've done in the past. And then people kind of see success and see me now and how I've grown. And they're like, well, what is the thing? And it's like, it's that. Because it's like if something don't make sense to me, I'm comfortable saying I don't want to do it or I don't care about it. And I don't feel like I got to appease the next person.
2: It's not much I, I can that. add yeah. to it, right? I think 10 years ago, yeah. you know, you asked yourself, where were you at? At that time, vast majority of us are just entering our careers. Like you say, we're trying to find ourselves. We're trying to fit into a culture. For me at that moment, it was an all-white male-dominated culture. I was the first black guy on my desk, my trading desk at Morgan Stanley, so me. I'm learning how to walk and talk differently, learning how to carry myself differently. But fast forward to today, Mm -hmm. like you say, I feel as though the work that I've put in up until this point, I have a different outlook on life where I feel as though I deserve to be in any room I'm in and I feel as though I am one of the best at what I do. And as a result, I carry myself that way back then, you know, I was deemed as too confident, right? Any black guy with any realm of swag, they thought i too cocky, right? It was a negative. Now, right, I carry myself confidently, but now it's like, you know, you get credentials, et cetera. But, you know, it, it's really difficult because, like you said, you got to be at a tap dance to play the game in order to get to that next level, though, right? And, I, and it's, you know, it's hard to get to a place of validation without having to play the game beforehand. But once you've played the game, it's kind of like just sports, yeah. right? You're a rookie. You're going to get hazed. But once you get in there and you actually that, you him on the field, then it's like, oh, shit. I mean, you can't haze buddy no more. It's like now it's all about respect, and that's where it's at now. It's like you, you enjoy enjoying life. You get a different outlook on it, a different purpose, and you put in your time that you were able to learn from, the, from those – you know, whether it was mistakes or growing pains, etc.
1: Even on a on a piece of, like, people using the term tap dancing, and, like, to your point, because people think it's, like, playing the game sometimes is a negative thing. To me, it's a clear difference between the person who's trying to do what they got to do to put themselves in a position that's success to be successful, than the person who's, like, tearing people down and kind of, like, shaming certain things to try to put themselves to appease a certain group of people to put themselves in a position to to climb, right? So See I guess you know, an example Jackson, would be Django, Django. Right. Like I guess an example would be like, oh, you know, yeah, Ross Matt got them J's on, man. Look at him. He think he cool, mm-hmm. bro. Like telling that to, you know, the white dude that's dressed like the regular, like to me, that's like, oh, you exactly. tap tatt- like bro, you you clearly <laughs> like you you're a clown. Like that's <laughs> that's different from them, you know, like you like somebody just dressed coming up dressed the way everybody else is just because they want they don't want to bring any extra attention like i think that's okay you're choosing to not do something that you might want to do because you're just like i don't want to give anybody an extra reason but i'm not going to then shame ross for doing it because he earned the right to do it and i can't yet so let me point him out to try to make it seem like he doing the most when in reality i want to do it too i just can't <laughs> right like like that's that's yeah those are two different types of people so I just tell people, so for anybody watching it, like, again, just don't feel bad about playing the game. Ultimately, you need people to climb. You you got to you need people to accelerate your growth. So, you know, you are in the right to be treated differently. You just take time.
2: Without a doubt, man. Well, listen, guys, this wraps us on an amazing new episode of Money Music Culture. You already know we had an extremely special guest, man, Troy 2.0. I'll make sure y'all do one thing, man. Before y'all like and subscribe this And share this with all your people Make sure you go buy the game man You already know NFL Pro Era Is probably one of the greatest games out there And it's only going to continue to get better And I'm saying this right now He ain't paying me to say this So I'm hoping he give a nigga a little equity or something You know what I'm saying But no man make sure y'all like and subscribe Make sure you share this with your auntie, your cousin You know what I mean Anybody else in your family The homies that you play the games with in general Let them really know about this Until next week Let's get it